Welcome to the Mindset Artistry Podcast. This is Amanda DeWoe, a self-authenticity, prosperity life coach and actor or actress per your reference. And I'm Janelle Koloski, a career and mindset coach and an actor as well. Over the course of our lives, we've taken on the journey of healing, living, and being authentically ourselves as we successfully build individual careers. We're your hosts, and we're here to flip your mindset to teach you the artistry of what we learned will keep your mind in check. This podcast is designed for you, so you can discover your goals and courageously reach them at your highest potential while being 100,000% yourself. What you'll get from us is real dirty, a little... Okay, more like a lot of quirky. Along with empathy, edge, and safe space. If you're ready to build a mindset that is unapologetically you and excel beyond the stars, you're in the right place. So how to find clarity. A lot of times we know what we want to do. Like, oh, I really want to be an actor. I really want to be a model. I really want to be a writer and all these things. But then there's so many roads you can take. And we've seen that. You watch TV, you watch these famous people, and... All of them have a different story about where and how they got to where they are now. So we're going to go through some exercises today to help you find clarity, but you have to be really honest with yourself. So please promise yourself that you're really going to dive in because if you aren't honest with yourself and you don't build up that awareness, there's no way that you can move forward. So we're going to talk about clarity and we're going to do three things. The first exercise is really setting a timer for 10 minutes and emptying out your brain on a piece of paper. The second exercise is really thinking about times where you had ecstatic enjoyment or you had joy or you were just outside of yourself so much that time flew by and you didn't know what was happening. And the third exercise, it's really good to identify what you do want, but sometimes it's hard if you don't identify what you don't want, which many of us talk about constantly, but it's also good to make it very clear And lastly, we'll kind of talk a little bit about how you can transfer that into actionable steps and goals. So first of all, I want to talk about setting that timer for 10 minutes. So if you've ever tried to meditate, maybe you're like me, I don't know about Amanda, she might be better than this, but (laughs) when I try to meditate, I, my brain starts running and I can't focus. And I really love Jay Shetty because he talks about, it's not the reason you meditate is not really to find complete silence. It's to be able to build your awareness and keep moving and flowing like water. So when you're meditating, there's always going to be thoughts that come in and just stay curious and just kind of put a pin in it, but don't dwell on that thought, let it pass. So the first exercise to find clarity, you're like, oh God, meditation. I don't even want to try it. It's so overwhelming. But just set a timer for five or 10 minutes, have a piece of paper in front of you and be still, be quiet. And at first there's gonna be all these thoughts like, oh, I got to go grocery shopping. Oh, I forgot to pay that bill. Oh, I have to call that person. Write that all down. Then there might also be thoughts of like, oh, I didn't book that role yet. Or I'm really behind on life or I don't have that relationship. Write all that stuff down too. Stay curious, stay open. Don't judge your thoughts. And once you get all of that down on a piece of paper, you can do something with it. So before I continue to other steps, I would love, Amanda, for you to weigh in on if you've done similar process like that to find clarity, just that specific one. And I'll touch on the others uh, in a little bit. Yeah, for me, uh, meditation, for sure. Uh, I do it quite often. I am a very... I'm an overthinker. I can think things through to the end of many, many 
thousands of scenarios possible and live them as if they actually happened, which is a good thing to do when imagining your successful self and things like that, right? But not when you're thinking about the worst case scenarios or you're overthinking about, like you said, your bills and things like that. So I take time throughout the day. If I don't get to do it in the morning, I practice stillness. I practice stillness and allow my brain to just flow. And I don't get angry at my brain for like bringing up the bill or that person that said that one thing on the train that stayed with me as a New Yorker. You're like, that one person said for me to move out the way and they were rude to me. And it's like, I just let my brain process it because your brain also needs to have like a, a dump, like any garbage can it gets filled up you have to dump it right in order to acquire other and more information so yeah i do i practice stillness i try to do it at least once to twice a day if not multiple times a day depending on where i am mentally and what i'm doing throughout the day so and i also make it a priority to practice uh, not only stillness but silence along with it so phone away even if it's just 10 minutes just pure silence no music no phone things like that but yeah I, I love doing that it's one of my favorite things and you start to tap into your inner voice which is you know my thing it's very funny you bring that up because yesterday i was driving and from 55th street to 42nd street i was mad because i was turning and like the people like waited way far away um, and then they decided to run and like, it was fine. I made it, but, uh, they were like, it's my light bitch and all this stuff. And I was like, but I was just trying to think now what I do is, so if you're meditating and that thing comes up, like, what about that bothers you? Like, did I do anything wrong? No, that's annoying. But why did it stay with me for 10 blocks? Why did I stay angry for 10 blocks about a person screaming at me? that I will never speak to again and isn't any part of my life. The person was just having a bad day and being a total dick, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, why does that bother me? And so I think it's also important when you're doing this first exercise, when things are coming out, just stay curious. Don't judge yourself. Cause I used to be like, Oh no, Janelle, calm down. Don't be so angry. Guess what? It's happening. I don't know. It's part of me. Amanda's seen it multiple times. Aries also a lot to work through, you know? <laughs> So it's something that I always try to stay curious about now instead of judging myself. So if you do that first exercise we were talking about, five or 10 minutes of silence, empty your brain, and then you can feel it in your body. Like if something's still upsetting you or something someone pointed out to me once is if you're ruminating on something, you just can't let it go. That means you have to process it in your body. It's not really the situation because it's actually a very easy to come up with solutions for situations when you have a clear mind. It's when that emotion is trapped in your body that you get stuck because you just, you have to release it. Okay. So moving to the second uh, tool is talking about joy and ecstatic engagement. So for me, I really love traveling. I love talking to people. I love acting performing. Um, it means a lot to me to tell stories that involve a lot of empathy, despite like my intense anger. <laughs> I still like um, those empathetic stories because I find they're the, they connect us the most in my opinion. And so anything that involves that, whether that's acting or um, I don't know, even writing, 
And just adventures, like Amanda and I go on these weird ass adventures where we like hike with goats has been my favorite thing to talk about a lot lately. And <laughs> just, I, I don't want a life where I'm not really doing any of those things. So Amanda and I were working with our clients and they need to find clarity. We asked them like, well, when have there been times in your life where just time just seemed to disappear? Like when I dance, I just, I like could dance for hours and never stop. But um, I didn't want that to be a career for me, but it's good to know that that's an important part of my life and my values. And Amanda always talks about these essentials. So I love if you could... Um, Talk a little bit about that, Amanda, this ecstatic engagement and why that's important for clarity. Yeah. You know, joy feeds, feeds your soul. It feeds your mind and it keeps you going. It is a part of your bloodline, is a part of your energy. It is a source along with love to connect with the world, to connect with yourself and to connect with your art or passion or whatever it is. And unfortunately, the world around us can take and suck our joy from us every single day, depending on what you do, where you are, or who you're with. You know, I've always, and lately this has been coming up is that misery loves company. Because if I'm angry, you're angry, then you can increase my anger. And it's like, I'm right to be angry, right? But is that a good place to be in? No. Is that, is there a good place to be in of fear and doubt of resentment of jealousy, revenge? All these things aren't serving your joy. They're actually keeping you in a deeper hole than what you actually are. And one of the things that you need to do is discover, like Janelle and I do, is discover your joy. I think you have to be experimental with it. Like Janelle has said, you joy looks different for everyone, just like success, just like love, just like, you know, happiness and joy and happiness are very different things, but they co it coexist and they collaborate. And you, you have to understand what that is for you and that changes. And you got to be aware of that too. It's like, you know, don't be so hard on yourself because what made you happy yesterday, like a good cup of coffee, honey, I could always make me happy by the way, but a good cup of coffee today could bring me more joy than it did yesterday. Where yesterday I wanted tea and tea was more joyful to have. And I embraced it or reading a book or taking a nice walk in, in nature. So you have to pay attention to what your body needs, what your mind needs, along with that stillness. And that stillness will allow you to start tapping into what you, what your body needs and your wants. And, um, as you do, it, it just feeds every other part of your life. It feeds you and you're able to see things a lot differently and get clarity on the things. So you'll recognize the places or things that you don't need to be a part of in those conversations, just like, you know, living in the anger and misery, you realize like, oh my gosh, this is not feeding my career. This is not feeding my happiness. This is not feeding my connection with my relationship, maybe my friends, family, even your animals. It's taking you away from it. It's pulling you out of the present. It's pulling you into the past or the could have, should have, would haves. And so those are things that you need to keep in mind is just give yourself the, the freedom to explore your happiness. Enjoy the happiness. Don't be so hard that it has to look one specific way and just have fun. I think we get caught up in not having fun because we think about money. We think about all the things. So yeah, I, I, I love the idea of finding happiness and finding joy and, and then enjoying it, finding joy and enjoying it along while you're in it, 
Don't think about the bills. The bills will always be there, especially the first of the month or the 15th of the month. It will always be there. But will you have that moment where you can dance in the rain with your friend? Will you have that moment again? Maybe, but maybe not. Would you enjoy it as much? Would you make time for it? So just things to think about. But yeah, it's one of the things that I love to do is when I'm caught up in a thought or emotion, I'm like, all right, what can I do to have a little bit of fun? And that might just be laying on the floor. Janelle Janelle loves to lay on the floor, lay out flat. And you know what? I'm thankful because she taught me how to do that too. And it feels so good. So thank you, Nelly, because I'll catch myself like, hmm, well, stiff, gotta lay on the floor. And I'll just lay on the floor. And I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do, which is lay on the floor. And I, I practice my Alexander technique, but yeah, it's thank you for that. Yeah. Funny. It's so funny because yeah, I'll like just I'll sometimes I'll just have so much energy. Like the whole day has been so much. So I'm just like, <laughs> it's really funny to watch me. I'm like a like a sloth going down. I'm like, I gotta get down on this floor. It really grounds me. Um and just like I can just like, I think it's a support thing. Like I feel really supported. Like when you have that hard floor underneath you, you're just like, yes. (laughs) Um, but I love everything you said. And so, because sometimes people have, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And so when you find those things of joy, like, okay, Janelle, like I can't dance in the rain all the time (laughs) for like that, that can't be my career. But that just shows you like, you're kind of like a little wild, a little quirky, a little free. And like, you know, there's some people that would not find joy in that. They're like, I want nothing to do with the rain or whatever. And so these little insights to who you are, it all adds up to finding the right path. Uh, so the the next step is um, identifying what you do want or what you don't want. And it's really funny, like an acting class. I remember we had to bring in all the emotions. And when we had to bring in activities about joy, everybody struggled. They didn't know how to do an activity, like to cry, to be angry. We had a million activities, but whenever we had to bring in an activity for joy, we were like, oh my God. So if you're having trouble figuring out what brings you joy or what you do want, think about what you don't want. Like for example, in my own life, I don't like that. I am not traveling as much as I like, would like to right now. Uh, there's other things I've wanted to do for my family. Like there's these things and I'm like, okay, well, I don't like that. I don't have that or that's not going on. Cool. So what do I need to do though? And so what Amanda and I always want to move you past is, okay, you found what the issue is, but now you got to take a step. So with this activity, you know, write, get it all out, write all like what you don't want, get it all out, all your anger, ah, my life, like everything I don't like. And then, then you can dream a little, like I've always had to like do that. It's so interesting, right? Like the trapped, the peace is always trapped by all this like angst. Like with my breathwork coach, um, I'll be like, ah, and then we breathe and I usually have to cry a lot and anger comes out and then I find peace. So don't feel bad if you have to write down everything you don't want and everything you're unhappy about to find what you do. Cause it can almost feel like it's not even accessible. Um, so yeah, there's that. And then, you know, we'll wrap it up, um, after Amanda adds her thoughts. Yes, I do have some thoughts. Uh, Yeah, I I love the idea of telling yourself what you don't want, because then it does make space and clarity for what you do want. So if you know you don't want, again, like she said, I I don't want to travel. I want to be traveling, but I'm not doing that. 
it opens your eyes to how do I make that happen? How do I make that work with what I've got right now? And what do I need to do to get to that point where I can travel or, you know, I can take weekends to myself or what, or, or travel to travel. I would also say to that is don't get so hard on yourself. If you can't do it in that moment, there are ways to travel without getting on a plane or a bus travel to a different borough. I know that sounds crazy, but if you get your energy out of being in the space that you're in every single day, your body doesn't know any different. It just knows that it left. It knows even if you take a walk to the park and take some time up there and breathe in and observe and, and practice that stillness while you're out there, you know, find the joy of the birds singing and the squirrels fighting over a nut, like who funny, kids laughing great i know it sounds funny but if you give yourself permission to do that then you can come back to wherever you were the moment before and have clarity and going okay i did that and it also like everything else it feeds your soul so then that moment that experience already now exists within you so you know where to pull it from like like nell said a lot of people struggle with identifying joy what is joy for me? So if you give yourself those little slivers, those little slices of joy, know that, oh, I want more of that. I want, I want, I want more of nature. So that means maybe you need to start taking hikes weekly or monthly, either by yourself or a friend. It doesn't necessarily have to be expensive. You can, there are hiking groups. There are people that go on runs on Sunday morning in Central Park. There are so many things that you can do or start it yourself. Be the one to start the group. So I, yeah, I, I that just is a, a passionate thing about, especially for me, who I made things work. I didn't really have, I didn't grow up with money. You know, my parents did the best they could. And so we did what we had to do. And I enjoyed every bit of it because it taught me how to make things work. It taught me how to be creative. It taught me how to, you know, just, it will be accessible to you if you believe it. So, you know, going away to college, I, I didn't do that, but I still went to college and I was like, all right, financially, I got to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. And I did, I did it. Yeah, I took out a loan, but I worked hella hard to pay it off, you know? But I, again, you find your way through it. So don't be so hard on yourself if you can't do the thing that you want in this particular moment. Just keep it in mind, start setting those plans and those goals and understand that it is possible because, and I've said this recently in a workshop, up until this particular moment, you told you, you told yourself you, it's not. So you have to change. It's not to it is. It will. It has to. It can. Which can be very, very difficult to do if you're caught up in habits and the chaos of things, the, the, the coulds, the shoulds or other people's opinions or certain obligations and expectations that people put upon you that you've taken on yourself and you're saying, I have to do. So just be aware of that and be kind to yourself throughout that process. And because it's, it's not going to be easy, but once you do, my goodness, is it easy to say yes and no to the things that you do want to do and the things that you don't want to do. That's that clarity. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something that I had to learn um, that you once you really do have to identify all that. And it's really a beautiful thing. I was talking to our friend Aiden 
And she and I have been both messaging people a lot because you and I have a workshop, Amanda, and she has her own thing going on. And I just told her like, it's, it's a really beautiful thing because it's like, there's some old relationships that are coming back again, which is beautiful. And then there's some people where I'm like, oh, there's nothing there. And maybe there never was. And you can get a little sad about that, you know, but then it's like, now I'm just very grateful. Cause I'm like, I don't want anything in my community or around me that I don't want. Like, I just don't want that. I only want support. I'm s- light and love to everybody. Like genuinely, like you're not going to be everybody's person. And like, I wish you the best, but like, get away from me if you're not for me, (laughs) you know, if I'm not it, that's okay. Stay away. I don't want anything to do with you. Um, but have a good life genuinely. So I think that's really cool. Like I don't have a bad life, but like, don't bring me down. Um, and so I think with everything we've talked about today, you know, make these lists we've talked about, really think about what, brings you to life, what you do want, what you don't want, and then try to make a little bit of a plan. Hello, hello, hello. And this is the scary part for people because they do these exercises. They meditated, they wrote down all these things. And then like, what do I do next? And you can start small. If you're like, oh, hi, writing brings me so much joy. I think I want to write something. I think I want to make a movie. Oh my gosh, what a scary feeling. Well, cool. So maybe you could ask somebody like how they did it if you have a close friend that's done that before. And just take baby steps. But even just, I want to encourage everybody um, that's watching after you've done the exercise, just take one baby step towards your goal because even the small things will add up. You know, Amanda and I talk about like, okay, make sure you're like doing big stuff every week. But if it's like a baby dream, take a baby step. I don't want you to do something that you can't maintain. If it's just like it's new, like, I don't know, when I wanted to be an actor, I was like, oh my God, like how it's such a big dream. How could I even ever get there? I'm like, let me just take a class, you know? (laughs) And now I do a lot more than that. But just take those baby steps using these exercises we talked about. And Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mindset Artistry. We hope you found our stories and tips motivating and helpful. Be sure to follow us here on Spotify for more episodes to help you master the art of your mindset.